Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of History Mysteries. Today we're going to be talking about the Leo Frank case. Don't forget that you control our show now. We have opened up our email to you, our listeners. You can now email us your history mystery. If you have any question, just email us at podcastltcs at gmail.com. This week's question has been emailed by Gina Tonis. Well, the Leo Frank case was one of the most notorious and highly publicized cases in the legal archives of Georgia. In 1913, a Jewish man in Atlanta was placed on trial for killing a 13-year-old girl. The 13-year-old girl had worked at the National Pencil Factory, which was run and owned by Mr. Leo Frank. He is said to be the last person to see her alive, and in the middle of the night, a worker found Mary Fagan bruised and bloody and immediately called the police. Rumors spread that she had been assaulted. People of Atlanta demanded quick action and justice. Due to an eyewitness placed on Frank, police showed up to his house early the next morning for questioning. Leo denied knowing her name, but the police reported he seemed very nervous during the interrogation. Leo Frank was not arrested until the evening of Mary's funeral on April 29, 1913. Under pressure to solve this case, the detectives quickly re-examined the case. A worker stated she did not see Frank when she came in to receive her pay, even though Frank said he stayed 20 minutes after Fagan left. Leo Frank was arrested after that night, a watchman reported. Frank had called him later that day, on April 26, to see if everything was alright. He said that Frank had never done this before. Four more men were arrested on April 27th through the 28th in 1913, before Frank's arrest. Arthur Mullenix was a street conductor who was seen with Mary Fagan the night before she died, Newt Lee, the night guard who had found Mary Fagan's body, and John Grant, a former bookkeeper at the factory, and Gordon Bailey, an elevator operator at the factory. On May 1st, Jim Conley had been arrested for washing bloodstains off of his shirt, but Conley hadn't been charged and was the state's chief witness against Frank. He had provided at least four different testimonies explaining how Frank forced him to dispose of Fagan's body. Despite the fact there was little to no evidence that Leo Frank was the one guilty, he came across as guilty and was sentenced to death. After the verdict, many Jewish groups began funding Frank's court appeal, which made it all the way to the state-level Supreme Court. The groups were very perseverant and worked very hard, but Frank's case did not reveal the pardon they were after. However, William Smith, who was originally testifying against Leo, had a change of heart and opened the case up privately, who had then found evidence to prove Frank's innocence. He had then convinced Governor John Slatton to reduce the sentence to life in prison. John Slatton was against the strong public opinion. He agreed that Leo Frank was innocent and thought that he should eventually be set free. Georgia's citizens were outraged and protested this outcome. It was so bad, Governor Slatton was forced to call the National Guard to make them leave. People of Marietta, Mary's hometown, were the most upset about this outcome. They went up to Milledgeville, where Frank was being held prisoner, and broke into the prison to kidnap him. The group drove him back to Marietta and hung him. They left his body hanging for nearly 3,000 to see the next day. These people were known as the Knights of Mary Fagan. Nearly seven decades later, real evidence came through, stating the murderer was most likely Jim Conley. Alonzo Mann was another young boy working at the factory, testified he saw Conley carrying Fagan's body to the basement. He also stated Jim Conley threatened him if he said anything. 
1986, the Georgia State Board of Pardons finally pardoned Frank, 71 years after his murder. The Leo Frank case symbolized the strong anti-Semitic feelings of the white Southerners during the New South period. Frank's death had destroyed the sense of security once held by the Jewish population in Georgia. Soon after, the modern KKK had been established by the Knights of Mary Fagan. They had killed many Jewish people throughout Georgia. And don't forget to email us your history mystery at podcastltcs at gmail.com. That's podcastltcs at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode on Leo Frank. We'll see you next week to unravel another history mystery.